The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mexican Mind Matters. Did you miss me? Oh, what on earth could you have done without Mexican pants for three weeks? Oh, my lord! People needed their fix. What on earth are people going to do with themselves for that amount of time? Now, I will say this: I did not. It did not occur to me. That Memorial Day was going to come right after my nice little runcation, as I like to call it. But, hey, it is what it is. Mexi needed a break after running that many marathons in a row. So, yeah, you live. Let's calm it down over there. Now, today's podcast, we're going to talk about running, of course. How to go. Mexi took the wifey to New England. She was not so impressed, but she did have some fun in New England, I'm not going to lie. We went to the Troll exhibit at the Booth Bay Botanical Gardens in Maine. We paid homage to the Mecca, the start and finish line of the Boston Marathon. Because obviously, Mexi's going to run the virtual Boston Marathon in October. Why not? And that's part of the topic. It's an overwhelming discourse of what is Mexi's views. I'm kind of going to summarize my views on some aspects of marathon running as well as describe what I've encountered. Now, we'll talk about the races first, but obviously, you know, there was a lot of people, a lot of new people that we met. Uh, the wife likes to cheerlead the other racers. Like, to her, it's just like, why is there not people supporting the race? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because it's the middle of a park and we're doing 14 laps. And it's a pandemic. Who who knows? Although, this week, a little sidebar, the mask mandate has been lifted in Columbus, Ohio, in the state of Ohio by the governor. Uh, now it's up to the businesses. Well, hey, it is what it is. I'm okay with that. Mexi's fully vaccinated. It did make it easier. It was announced to us prior to getting to New England that for the New England challenge, if you had the vaccine, you didn't have to wear a mask or any kind of gaiter or anything around your neck while running, which was great. They put a nice little dot on your bib. Problem solved. Now, I will say this. Something I discovered. Running a lot of live and virtual races is great. It pats the stats. But I did not anticipate... Or I guess it it kind of slipped my mind... How grueling... Live events are... On the body... As opposed to doing a combo of... Virtual, live... Or a bunch of virtuals. So, technically, Mexi wanted to do 14 and 14, but 
half of those are going to be virtual. Well, at least the majority, because the last six was supposed to be the New England Challenge. Well, because of the fact that I had already done a lot prior to going and being there and then doing them live, come the third day in Vermont, too, it was just too much. So, and because the race in Vermont had to be moved impromptu because they couldn't get a permit, yet somehow the moment we got to New England, all the restrictions were lifted. Like, we literally saw a bunch of people without masks. But yet, somehow, they couldn't get a permit in Vermont. Thanks, Bernie Sanders. They had to literally say, okay, we're going to get an EMS team. We're going to get a sheriff out here. And yes, we'll promise to pick up the trash. So, there was not a lot of aid stations in the Vermont race. And it was around Lake Maury. There was a resort about an hour north of Springfield, Vermont. Literally the hilliest course I've ever done in Vermont. Actually, almost period. And one aid station, and I'm talking about like a bunch of virtuals deep, third race. And we, the other thing that got us, we had packed for 60, 70 degree weather. And it turns out it was 80 to 90 degrees the entire week. Luckily, I took one sleeveless shirt to run in, just in case. But, I mean, I literally had to wash my shirt every day, moving from hotel to hotel, because some meteorologist needs to get fucking fired. I I just can't with these fools. Like, how are you off that many degrees? And we're talking about, like, I left Friday. We left Friday the 14th, flew to Boston, um... That Monday, you were off like almost 10 degrees. Like, what the fuck? And it got hotter as the days went along. So, I discovered that a lot of the people were doing a combo. Like, they were just doing some here and there. Because you can actually do the New England Challenge individually. Like, it's not the actual challenge. Like, there was only maybe 30 of us doing the whole thing. But I found out, one, it didn't matter if you did a half or a full if you or a combo, you got the same medal for doing the New England Challenge. So that was number one. Number two, uh, if you asked the race director, he was allowing you, like there was this fat-ass chick who did apparently six 10Ks in a row, and she got the same medal as everybody else. I'm like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. That's where I draw the line. Like, and we'll talk about all these different criterias and who's right and who's not right. At this point, I actually don't know anymore because we met a bunch of new people, made some new friends, and the usual suspects were there. The, uh, Boons were there, you know, the founders of the supposed 50 state marathon club, yet somehow they disappear throughout the race. But yet somehow they would always be here and there in the finish line. Sometimes they'd have a finisher's photo, sometimes they wouldn't. They'd be here here and there in the pictures. Hmm. And always have a finish time. But yet when you're running the course, you never lapped them. You barely saw them. 
Huh. This is one guy ran into, Michael Hall, some old guy. Started running at age 65, wants to do the 50 states. He's on state 30-something. And he power walks them, supposedly. He, oh, I got into power walking because my blood pressure was high. So, finished after me in uh, Maine the first day of the New England Challenge. That's not being buddy-buddy with me and the wife. And I'm like, dude, no, I, I mean, I don't know you. You drove from Oklahoma. Great. Good for you. Second day, I tried, you know, going with him, chit-chatting a little bit because I figured I'd go slow because it's the second one of the New England Challenge and number eight or nine and in succession, virtual life. And the things he would just tell me, and that's, this is what I wanted to talk about, talk about you know first podcast in june first podcast back i wanted to and a lot of people have been asking me this question these questions since i came back and posted all my results and uploaded my times and uh put, put posted pictures i met people who would do virtual races and count them towards the 50 states without leaving the comfort of their city I also met people who would do travel, do the race virtually there, and counter towards the 50 state, or people who still travel and did them live. Or a combination. And not just full marathons, like people were doing halves that way. Okay. I still don't get the, you know, why travel to do a half? In all 50 states Where you might as well just do a full And take care of the job I still don't get that Like to me Like next year I got some races planned That I'm traveling for That are specifically halves But one, but that's because I have to One is because I lost a bet To my brother Enrique And we got to run the Zion half marathon In April So I'm signing us up for that Two Um I got to use my rock and roll three-day tour pass that has been pushed back because of the pandemic and all the races I want to do, I've done and the cities suck and some rock and roll series races only have halves, so I signed up for the Vegas half. Great, because I had to. But purposely doing it, no. By itself, mind you. If it's part of a combo, then I have no. I, my competitive edge is okay with that. But anywho, I I was talking to this guy Michael the second day in New Hampshire, and I'm just like, dude, I can't walk. I can't walk the whole time. Like that's just ridiculous. Like, oh, it's power walking. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, what, really? 18-minute marathon and marathons. I mean, there's no time limit. Like, I don't get it. I mean, you guess you could, but what? I'm not here to spend nine, ten hours running a race. There's literally some chick that had a hip problem who literally walked three of them, and um, literally ten hours it took at one time. I'm like, no, I just, 
at that age, I just can't see myself wanting to do that. And especially starting at 65, 71, do something else to like lower your blood pressure. Are you serious? This guy, Michael Hall, was like, oh, yeah, no, uh, I don't, I'm from Oklahoma, and I don't understand why people would sign up for a virtual, but then show up on race day and run the course. I'm like, well, I don't see what's wrong with that. Like, what's wrong with that? Well, they're taking away from people who are actually running the event live. I'm like, how? I mean, they were signing up for the race anyways. They just chose the virtual so the eight stations doesn't matter. The bib, if they, if they if they get a bib, I don't see why not. It's not like they get a separate medal at the end. If they accept a separate medal, then yeah, they're kind of stealing another medal. But I don't think they're doing that. And I was like, well, who cares? Like, why are you, how do you run into these people? Like, how do you question these people that are doing it virtually? And then he's like, well, a virtual marathon is kind of like a training run. I'm like, I, I get the feeling. And I explained to him, like, that's my that was my struggle when I first started doing virtuals. Like, the competitive edge is no longer there. So, but how is that any different than what, you're, what he was doing throughout the week? Like, he started off doing the races, like, same time as everybody else. By the third day in Vermont, he was nowhere to be found. And then when I looked up the results, he somehow finished in a faster time on day three than the previous other days, and nobody saw him on the course. So, where were you? Day four, Massachusetts, he finished ahead of me, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why would you finish ahead of me if I'm faster? You, I finished having each, each of the other days. Oh, I did the early start. I'm like, there's a motherfucking early start? The website doesn't say anything about an early start. And there's an early start. I mean, there's no time limit. Why on earth would you need an early start? And the wife's trying to defend him like, well, you know, you don't want to be out in the sun. I'm like, I get that. But this coming from someone who complains that people are doing virtual events and then running them live on the course, you're basically starting by yourself. The timing mats are not up. So, nobody else is out there for what? Like, you're just going to the same city we're going. It's not that far away. Like, it's in a way a training run, quote-unquote. I mean, either they're both acceptable or they're both not. Like, I don't understand how your mentality is okay with one or the other. Like, I didn't even know that was an option. And then, come day six in Rhode Island... Again, nowhere to be found. Like, nobody saw him on the course in Vermont. Nobody saw him on the course uh, in Connecticut until, like, towards the end. And then nobody saw him on the course in Rhode Island. Turns out something must have happened because he was doing all six. And at the award ceremony in Rhode Island, when they announced, you know, the 30 people who were doing the New England Challenge, his name was called and he was he was gone. Oh, I had to drive back. And then he posted a photo of his leg all hung up in a, in a sleeve or something. I'm like, dude, like, what? Like, that's what I'm... That, that's, these old-timers that pull this shit, like... I keep thinking of the Larry Macon of the world. Um, 
Who starts running at that old age and then requests an early start to a race that already doesn't have a time limit? And then it kind of makes me disappointed at the race directors that they allow these kind of things. And I'm just like, no. I, I heard from uh, through the grapevine that the New England Challenge next year was going to have a strict time limit. I'm like, great, it should. I mean... Why would it not have a time limit? Like, you can't just have people sitting out here waiting on you and you take 10 hours. And it got me thinking about all these things. Like, there's these other people that were doing the halves and walking them. I mean, here's my... here, And let me answer the questions I got since I've been back. To me, the pandemic hit us as I had already done... The 50 states. And at first, when I joined, oh, they had to have results. You, you can't have more than two exceptions. I'm like, okay, well, let me redo I redid a bunch of states because I didn't realize that I guess all these smaller races back in the day weren't posting fucking results. So, but then I realized, wait a minute. These people allow... These kind of behaviors to go on And then everybody's okay with Larry Macon Doing this nonsense Nobody's taking his Guinness World Book of Records Everybody's still allowing him In all this these clubs Yet other people get scrutinized For accidentally going the wrong way No So that's what I decided I'm like, It doesn't matter what people say It matters As long as you have the proof That you did the race 26.2 miles is 26.2 miles Like If it's virtual It's virtual If it's not It's not Now To me As I've said before I miss the competitive edge And I now realize that Doing 14 races In 14 days All of them being live Is a hell of a lot harder Than doing a combo of You know Halves Fulls Live Virtuals but I mean, as long as you can prove that you ran twenty six point two miles, that should count towards your 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 races. Because ultimately, you know, one of the criteria that I learned a long time ago from Marathon Maniacs, if you reach uh, titanium level, you can do fifty. You have to do fifty two races in a year. Okay. Doesn't matter where, doesn't matter how, doesn't matter which state, whatever. Well, okay, well, by that logic, I can just go outside and do it 52 times. Which, um, I believe when I had a cancellation, I think I did that. I did two marathons in 24 hours. The second one, I just did it myself. I called it the uh, Mexican My Matters Marathon. Canceled to my total. Now... I'm not going to count it towards a state unless I go there and do it there. So that's where I would say if I had to, if I still had to do the 50 states, I would want to count it as having gone there and been there. Now I can do it virtually, but I will still like, and that's the thing. The virtual option, depending on what kind of virtual option it is, 
sometimes it's advantageous, and I've done my research last year when I did 54 marathons virtual and live. To me, a live event is the race is actually happening. We're running the course. Virtual is whatever you want me to do virtually as long as I, I'm there. I'm not going to count it towards that state unless I'm physically there. In that state. Now, some races let you bike it, skate it, run it, walk it, whatever. Hey, I don't set, I don't set the rules for a virtual race. But I did categorize all my virtual races because I realized that some people will take forever to send you the packet. Some people allowed a month for you to do the race. Some others will allow you a month but also let you divide it. Some people had, some races had like the option to do it virtually, uh, but you had to select a category competitive if you wanted to actually upload an actual time or just do, you know, hey, I finished it, you know, Scout's Honor, whatever it is. But like I said, I won't count it as having gone to that state unless I'm there. And the thing is, some of these bigger races, because they want to refund you, Gave you the virtual option But others like For example I'm about to do Grandma's Marathon In a couple weeks They interviewed me And I'm like Well man Now I gotta go But I signed up For the virtual option Because A Be nice to redo Minnesota I have a cousin there So I kinda was planning On going anyways But now I kinda have to go I Did an interview Uh, Some people I know Are gonna run the race But The other thing is they gave me a virtual bib. Um, I mean, I could go run the course, but technically I could do it a couple days before while I'm in town. Why? Because at the time I signed up, because of the pandemic, they were only accepting a certain amount of entries. The only option left was virtual. So I did virtual, sign up. It was cheaper. That's the only thing I like about virtual. It's definitely cheaper. Now, I don't understand why all these races, all these clubs are like, well, we're not counting virtual towards the tally, blah, 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 blah. We'll do a virtual option challenge for you, yada, yada, yada. Which I get it if it's like, I, I'm, you know, a different country. Like Marathon Globetrotters, yeah, I wouldn't do a virtual race Unless I'm physically going to that country. Like, I'm not doing a... I'm not running here and pretending I'm in fucking Zimbabwe. Like, that to me, like... No, I draw the line. It's just not... That's not what I want to do. But then... I still don't understand why... People... Like, the Marathon Maniacs are like, Oh, we're not counting virtual towards your tally. Why not? I mean, you're counting all these other yahoos who do early starts on a non-early start race like how is me running a marathon virtually here even though the race may be I don't know in Kentucky how is that not counting towards a titanium level like that's what I don't understand like a race is running 26.2 miles as long as you can prove it it's 26.2 miles like see that's where your group of walkers and cheaters and that's why people don't Necessarily respect you You're losing a lot of money Because of the pandemic So now you gotta think of new ways To make money 
I just found out that the same founders created a Ultra Madness Club, and now there's an Ultra version of the Half Fanatics and the Marathon. No, it just just why? Just go run an Ultra. Bunch of racists. Most of the people I meet. That like, and that's a part I do like about races. You meet new people, and a lot of people look up to you. Like that's the part I forgot. Like to the uh, to not to ninety percent of the people that run, you're like a rock star. There's only that ten percent. They're like, oh, I've done fourteen fourteen hundred marathons. Ah, I'm seventy years old, but I've started running when I was fifty, and I've been walking them the whole fucking time. Okay. Like, anybody who's not in their 30s and 40s throwing out that stat, I don't, I don't respect you. Before we continue, though, about talking more about running and the races, let's remind everybody our sponsors, Green Tender. Go now to greentender.com. Use promo code MEXI. Get your juice on. Save on your summer juice cleanse. Use promo code MEXI. The Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Mexican Matters podcast. As is Super Studios 253, join now. Use promo code Super uh, Mexi and save on your first class. Join Team Super. Have her coach you to be the best version of yourself. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the Mexican Matters podcast. As is American National. Use promo code Mexi. Save on your bundling. Home Auto Live. Give my man Remo a call. My cousin just did it. Avid listener of the podcast. Gave my man Rambo a call. He saved him some money. You can too. American National. Proud sponsor of the Mexican My Matters podcast. As is Hannah Stone Massage. Use promo code Mexi. Save on your membership or your first students massage. Additional perks not included. Um, Hannah Stone Massage. Proud sponsor of the Mexican My Matters podcast. As I was saying. To me. Like, I met some girls that, you know, one lives in Toledo, the other one lives in Tennessee. They did virtual halves and went to these places, and they're going to go back and visit and actually do live ones. That's fine. Those, I'm like, hey, as long as you did the half, count it towards your state. Why not? There's this chick, Amy, that I follow, that same thing. During the pandemic, she created home races and traveled to that particular state and did her own race there. She's doing halves in each state. By all means, why not? Like, why should these old-time fucks dictate how you count a race? Like, running 26.2 miles is running 26.2 miles. Running 13.1 is running 13.1. My issue is two 13.1s is 26.2. So, why not just do a full? Why should I just do a half? Like, if I could do the New England Challenge with literally no training, I mean, other than the live ones I did last year and the virtual ones I've been doing out on the trail, on the bike, gee, I mean, Jesus. That's why I, that's why I ended up telling uh, the three days at the fair, I said, listen, I ain't got the time to... Honestly, the real reason I emailed... I, basically email them to see if I could do it virtually. I said, I gave him some bullshit saying, oh my God, I got COVID. I can't go. Oh my God. Can I at least do it virtually? And I'll send you the times. And they're like, sure, why not? We'll post the results and we'll uh, uh, send you your, your stuff. Just give me an address. Okay, great. Here's why. They weren't going to give me a medal for each day. 
they're they just they're basically an ultra. So if you do 144 hours or however many laps, you get a buckle. That's the thing. Other thing I don't get. Why do marathons give you medals, but then ultras give you a belt buckle? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with a belt buckle? Like, the swag decreases as the race increases? I, I don't get that. That is where I stand on that. Again, same thing. To me, a fool is just two halves. So... The whole half fanatic nonsense Like why would I specifically travel Just to do a half Most competitions when you do combos You don't have a combo of like Ooh five halves in five days I mean I'm pretty sure I could do five halves In five days I mean if I could do six Marathons in six days Or three marathons In three halves Over six days I am pretty sure I could do five halves in five days. So to me, that's, you know, a moot point. Why? And like I said, running a marathon in a different state is fine. Now, if you want an award, join one of these clubs. And it's not the Marathon Maniacs and the 50 State Club are not the only clubs out there. It's a half marathon club, same thing. They're they're okay with walking, so I'm just like, I actually left that club because they got mad at me because I made my title belts. Ooh, you took one of our pictures. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't tell them to. They made a picture from Google that happened to be on your website. How am I supposed to know and dictate that? You don't have copyrights to that picture? I mean, whatever. And now I realize that with all these races I'm doing, I'm almost done with my second round of uh, 50 states. Ooh. So why not just, you know, do uh, another live event here and there and then just do them um, in the states that are missing and boom, you got round two. I also realized that last year's titanium level I achieved, I asked uh, people, I asked people there, well, actually, I asked Michael of all people. I don't know why I asked him this back when I was first talking to him and thought he was not shady. I said, listen, if you do 54 marathons and then 30 of those are in a different state, country, or province, you basically reach titanium level that one time. But then you also did 52 marathons in a year. Because you did 54 So then you technically reached that same level twice I was like well no I don't think it works like that I'm like okay After I found out he was full of shit I'm like well how would you know Why wouldn't it be twice I mean I'm sure Marathon Maniacs are not going to count it twice But why would it not count twice Because 30 of the Of the 54 Are in a different state country So you achieve that status but yet, you also did 54 in a year, so the additional 24 races you did added to your total. And so that's twice. You, you basically hit two, two criterias to get titanium level, so why not twice? Because I remember when I was moving up in the, in the levels, if I did six marathons in a month... 
not only does that bump me up from level one to two because I did technically three and thirty days, and I mean sorry, three and ninety days, but it also bumps me past level two because I also did um four and I think it was like two weeks. If I did six in a month, so why why would that not count? Like like that bumped me up twice for the same same six races in a month. Why would it not be the same for the top level? I thought it, you know, to me it does. Like if somebody says you get, um. Actually, it happened on one of my jobs. Somebody told me you get a bonus for having most demands over goal, and you get another bonus for having most demands overall. And it turns out that at that point in time, I not only had the highest number of demands, but I also had the most over goal. So the same amount of demands got me two bonuses, and I got a thousand bucks on my old firm. How is this any different? See, that's where I'm like, why Why listen to all these? It's, each person is going to act differently. Each person is going to abide by whatever they believe is their criteria. When, what, they, what they're allowing themselves to do running-wise regarding their goals. And that's just how it is. I have my own criteria. I have ways of... Looking at things, I actually don't think if you're injured, giving your bib to someone else to run a race, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. Other people do. That, but that's just me. Anywho, that's today's podcast. We're back. Yes, we'll have one next week. I promise. As always, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. All the episodes are online on iTunes and SoundCloud. Let us know what you think. And as always, remember, people, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time.